0: College athletes who are waiting for an NCAA transfer waiver are now eligible to play. That's according to a federal judge who made a ruling today. Judge John P. Bailey issued a temporary restraining order in the case of State of Ohio versus the NCAA. The case was brought on by seven state attorneys general, including our guest at this time, North Carolina Attorney General Josh Stein. Attorney General, how are you?
1: Very well, thank you.
0: Thank you so much. What was your reaction to today's ruling?
1: I was gratified. I I wasn't shocked because when we did our deep dive into the legal status of this rule, uh, I became convinced that it it is illegal. It it violates our national uh, antitrust rules that exist to protect competition. And, And kids, student athletes, should be able to pursue their dreams, their hopes, their aspirations. Just like coaches can, just like administrators can, just like other students can. You know, you could be a great uh, student musician in the school orchestra, and you're allowed to transfer two times if if you were better served going to uh, another school. And student-athletes should really be no
0: different. As far as North Carolina is concerned, it's believed that uh, former UNC wide receiver Tez Walker was the impetus for this case, but have there now been other examples? There
1: have been. Uh, yeah, we wrote a letter. We first became aware of the situation when Tez Walker, the football player, uh, was denied the opportunity to play football. Uh, we wrote the NCAA saying that that was a wrong decision uh, and they should reconsider it. And We were gratified that they did. Uh, there was a basketball player at Wake Forest named Efton Reed, and similarly, we were approached by the university and looked into that situation and urged the NCAA to reconsider, which it did. I have not heard from other universities, but I'm certainly aware I'm a sports fan, and I know that there are players at other schools in North Carolina who are not able to play, uh, and rather than sort of engage in a case-by-case game of whack-a-mole, I thought it would be more effective to just challenge the rule in its entirety so that any basketball player uh, who is being held out at any school in North Carolina would be free to play, Uh, and, and this ruling today is moving us in that direction.
0: Judge Bailey issued the temporary restraining order, and he ruled that for the next 14 days, the NCAA must refrain from enforcing its transfer eligibility rule that requires players to sit out for a year. So what do you anticipate happening over the next 14 days in a possibility that this ruling could become permanent?
1: Well, it'll be up to each school to determine what action they take over the next two-week period of time. Uh, to determine if they want to put their student-athlete on the court or not. And and obviously, the student-athlete's opinion matters a great deal as well. Um, This is what's called a temporary restraining order, which is their early decision. Within the next two weeks, on on December 27th, the judge is having what's called a preliminary injunction hearing, which will be a more uh, detailed consideration of the rule. There will be an oral argument we'll make our case. There'll be supplemental papers. The NCA will make its case, uh, and then a decision will be rendered at that time. Uh, That will have more legal effect because it's a more considered decision, uh, and we hope we prevail at that time as well, and and I think
0: we will. And the judge has scheduled the next hearing on a preliminary injunction for December 27th. Joe Stein, thank you so much for joining us here today, and uh, certainly, it is going to be an impactful ruling here in the grand scheme of things here. And what do you anticipate here on December 27th?
1: Well, we, we hope that the judge agrees with the decision he, he made today, uh, and after more consideration that he believes that our, our argument is correct. Uh, and it's about enabling... Student athletes who are in good academic standing to be able to pursue their dreams. And, you know, I think my hope is that the NCAA comes to the table with us and and negotiates something that is fair to students, um, but also uh, is in their interest to make sure that, you know, it applies to students who are on track to graduate. You know, we don't want uh, it to serve as a, a detriment to their future academic success. So my hope is that the NCAA engages with my colleagues and me, and we can come up with something that makes sense for for everybody.
0: Attorney General, you're very kind with your time. Thank you for carving some out with this here because you're a very busy man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. It is 4.50.